The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Taramina. Ah, welcome. Another sunny Monday here on OAA Now. I'm Ian Locke sitting in the studio for another episode of OAA Now. We were off last week uh, due to COVID issues. What? What is this COVID thing? Is it still a thing? I think it is. Uh, we were impacted here. Uh, Sammy Taramina is calling in uh, from home for uh, safety reasons. Sammy. Hey, what's up, my friend? How are, how's everybody? Hanging in there, brother. Um, we got another show. Interesting uh, week. Uh, we did miss uh, some of the uh, the the last of the, uh, what do you call it, regular season. Regular season, and then we had the dis- we just had districts. Um, some crazy stuff that happened, and then um, we've had some champions crowned, especially in cheerleading and um, swimming and diving, and we've yep. had some good stuff. Right, and the se- the winter season is wrapping up. It's rolling along. Things are still progressing. We've had a couple uh, teams that we'll talk about that uh, had to uh, remove themselves from postseason due to COVID uh, precautions. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it in hockey. We saw it in uh, basketball, and a variety of other things. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's still a thing, and uh, we still got to watch out. But the good thing is that uh, the basketball postseason still rolls along, and, yeah. uh, you know, so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. I mean, like, you know, we've unfortunately, we've had some forfeits. We've had some, um, we've had some situations, but the tournament's actually been really intriguing, as, um, as I've um, expected. You know, when you look at the um, districts. Yeah, intriguing is a good way to put it. Um, entertaining is another way. I mean, a lot of uh-huh. a lot of close games. Uh, not many upsets, would you say? I mean, well, not many upsets. You know, unless if you're um, if you're the one play that we talk about. The um, one thing one thing you got to learn from March Madness is <laughs> is um, and I think this is very intriguing to one game that we have to talk about. Yeah. Is, you got to go back to Stephen F. Austin and VCU, you know, to describe <laughs> this game. When VCU was up by four, all you had to do was not foul the three-point line, and they did it. Yeah. And that was a discre- dis- nice description at Detroit Renaissance the other day. <laughs> yeah, it was um... – we can talk about it. Uh, there's video of it out there on Twitter. You sent me a link, and it was pretty, pretty amazing that it was actually captured, and it's out there. It is. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of different things to chit chat about. Spring sports are coming up. We have a, a new wrinkle for the uh, spring sports athletes in practice. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of schools are on spring break this week, including Lake yep. Orion uh, and Clarkston. Yep. I think majority of Oakland County, right? Yeah, I think majority of Oakland County is on spring break, yes. And so um, I know practices, there's some practices over spring break, and uh, I also saw a lot of Facebook posts. People are traveling south, they're traveling all over, and mm-hmm. we're hoping that, what did we find last year this time? People returning from spring break bringing COVID with them. I know it's a different situation because we know what it is now, and people are vaccinated and all that great stuff, and yeah, uh, it's opening up to more people to get that shot. Um, mm-hmm. just for safety's sake, but people are traveling. So it's something yes. to watch, right, Sam? I mean, especially in the first couple weeks. 
of the spring season because... And let's not forget the spring sports did not have a season last year. Oh, I'm I'm well aware. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, like, so it's important to, at least for these kids, you know, let them have a season, you know what I mean? But I think the state's in a much better, better position now Yeah, the only issue I'm worried about, and we've talked about this before, is um, the numbers in Michigan seem to be creeping up again, which is, I don't know how this all works. And, you know, we talked about it before, and we won't harp on this, but it's like we got vaccines going out, and we saw the nice little dip there that, hey, it seems to be working, and now we got an influx of uh, infections again. So especially in the uh, the younger you know you know the younger set. So um, yeah. Anyway, know, I'm crossing my fingers and toes, toes, dude, because it's it's one of those things where um, mm-hmm. we don't want to we don't want to jeopardize anything going Not forward because again. it seems to be working okay. Yes, yes. You know, and I think with every, with spring sports, most the majority of sports are outdoors. You know what I mean? And basically, um, that means um, you're going to be outdoors which is much better being indoors absolutely yeah i mean so. yeah we've got track and uh soccer lacrosse golf, golf. tennis you tennis. you know all that fun stuff and all outdoors um, too yes all outdoors and you know i'm hoping if spring a little vitamin d a little sunshine get everybody outside uh lift mm-hmm. people's spirits you know i'm ready to get outside yeah. and watch some uh High school sports, go to a track meet, see a soccer oh, match. I'm ready to go. Absolutely, me too. I'm ready to go as well. I mean, like, it's going to be really interesting. Um, getting my strength back, taking it day-by-day basis. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, yeah, so that was a, a bit surprised. We were cautioned here, right? Did some cleaning, and um, mm-hmm. I turned out okay. Knock on wood. So, yeah. I mean, we're glad that you're back on your feet, Sammy, and, um, you know, best to your family and uh, quick recovery. We're, gonna, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So what do we got? What's next? We're going to do the roundup? Let's do the roundup, man. All right. All right. It's the OA roundup. Uh, the f- Basically, the results of districts, since, we, like we mentioned earlier, we missed the last week of yes, uh, we the regular season. But um, some interesting matchups, interesting things happening during districts, and we'll just rip right through these. Uh, mm-hmm. What do we have? Uh, three pages or so, Sam, so not too bad. All yeah. right, in the OA Roundup, on the boys' side of things, District 58 at Ferndale. The district mm-hmm. semifinals, uh, Ferndale over Hazel Park, 90-28. to 28. That wasn't even close at all. It doesn't I mean, seem like it. <laughs> and, no, it and, was bad. And Ferndale continued their defensive mastery in the district finals, taking it over Ferndale University, sixty-six to twenty-seven. District. Well, that dis- yeah, that go ahead, Sam. Not as strong. That district was not as strong as people thought it would be. Of course, Detroit Henry Ford had a bow out because of COVID. Um, now Ferndale heading to Livonia for the region. Yep, and uh, their defense did a nice job, got them that district uh, championship. And on to mm-hmm. District 26 at Detroit Renaissance. Mm-hmm. In the first round of the districts, Berkeley uh, matched up with Royal Oak, and Berkeley took it 44-37. And that was a very good game, actually. Was it? Yeah, it seemed rather I mean, like, close. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was within at least four couple times. It was within at least, it was it, it was a really, really tight game, you know, but Berkeley ended up finding a way to escape that. I thought it would have been much worse. <laughs> Excuse me, in the district semifinal, you had a yeah. Jesuit over Oak Park, 68-64 in two overtimes. That's the one we're going to talk about here in a moment. Yep. Crazy ending to that game for sure. And the other district semifinal in, in that District 26 was Renaissance over Berkeley, 57-55 and a tight one. That was a good one. District 25 at Birmingham, Brother Rice. In the first round, Groves over Southfield A&T, 54-48. And the other first-round matchup, we had Seaholm taking on Farmington, and this was a close one. Seaholm takes it 47-45. Get up in your butter. Buzzer had a, had a three-point shot with four seconds left. Wow, that's one way to win it. Mm-hmm. And in the district semifinal, we had Seaholm uh, over North Farmington due to a for- forfeit for North Farmington due to COVID uh, protocols. Mm-hmm. In the other semifinal, we had Brother Rice uh, taking on Groves, but taking the win in a very, very close matchup. Brother Rice 59-57 <laughs> over Groves. Yep. District final, Brother Rice 66 36 over Seaholm. What a defensive performance by Brother Rice. Yeah, they went for Ricky Palmer and his team. Absolutely. Uh, District 30, this one was uh, rolling at Troy Athens High School. And the district, uh, what is it, semifinal, Chippewa Valley takes it over Troy Athens, 65-51. Yep, I mean, like, what hurt Troy Athens was no Michael Justice. He was out because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing quite a bit of uh, absences of key players and teams. Mm-hmm. District 29 uh, was at Stony Creek. And let's see, in the first round, Utica took on Rochester and took them down by three, 58-55. Um, I was shocked about that one. That one really, really got – yeah, that one really – because Utica's been terrible all season long. And Rochester, you know, just coming off a – Gold championship, knocking off Pontiac. I mean, like, it's a little disappointed how Rochester um, played in that district. All right. In the district semifinal, we had Troy over Utica Eisenhower, 83 to 36. Yep. Offensive well, floodgates, floodgates open for the Colts. And an the, odd year for them. <laughs> sometimes they can score, sometimes they can. It's just kind of crazy. But again, in yeah. the other semifinal, we had Stony Creek over Utica. 63-41, and in the final, Stony Creek takes down Troy, 42-36 to in a close one. Trevor Smith responsible in that game. He had a nice night. Troy finds 83 against Utica and then can't find the bottom of the hoop against Stony. Well, Trevor Smith, the whole other – Trevor Smith's the reason why they're um, – Stony Creek's in the um, regional semis right now. All righty. District 6 at Bloomfield Hills. In the first round, Waterford Mott over Pontiac, 69 to 56. In the semifinals, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, 66 20 over Avondale. In, yep. the, in the other semifinal, Waterford Mott, 62 to 54 over Bloomfield Hills. That was an upset. I mean, like that was that was a huge doctor for me with that one. I did not expect that one. All righty, District Five at Oxford. Some interesting matchups at this location. Mm-hmm. In the first round, Lake Orion takes care of Kettering, Waterford Kettering, 61 to 33. And the other first round matchup, Romeo 41-40 over Oxford. 
And in the district semifinal, Clarkston takes down Lake Orion 45-35 in a close game. That game was close and the score negated. Absolutely. And district semifinal, the other one in that uh, district five, we had Rochester Adams 56-44 over Romeo. And in the finals, Clarkston 67-31 over Adams. Not a real surprise there for Clarkston to no. take that district. No, it wasn't a surprise, but it's just, you know, what happened was, you know, Clarkson just, they found their shooting at that game. I watched that district final and just couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> yeah, they seemed like a pretty easy win over Adams. Mm-hmm. On the girls' side of things, District 58, uh, I'm not sure where this was hosted at. but uh, That was at Ferndale University. Ferndale was, University. All righty. Mm-hmm. And so we had in the district semifinal, uh, Warren Regina, 58-43 over Ferndale University. District mm-hmm. 27 at Detroit Renaissance in the first round, Oak Park 48 to uh, Detroit Mumford's 26. In the, yep. sem- in the semifinals, Oak Park uh, taking on Warren Mott and takes them down 60-24. to Good defense by Oak Park in those yeah, first like, two games. Yeah, until they ran into a uh, team that can, um, <laughs> that's got a ton of experience with them. So, yep, you know. and Detroit Renaissance rolls Oak Park in the final 72-28. to Yep. All right, District 26 at Royal Oak. We had in the first round Seahome over Royal Oak, 47-35. In the district, uh, yep. Go ahead. For the record, there on Royal Oak. I mean, like Royal Oak did not play their JV team in that game because their varsity was in quarantine. Really? Still, looked yeah. tight. It looks like uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, twelve point win for Seaholm, but that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. You know, they did get to play Warren Cousino for the seniors. Um, you know, after the tournament, uh, they ended up winning that game. So it okay. was a good thing for the senior class to go out on. At least play one more game. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that's good news. Um, in the district semifinal, we had Groves over Southfield A&T, 48-44. In the district semifinal, inside District 26, the second semifinal was Berkeley over Seaholm, 49-40. In the district mm-hmm. finals, Groves over Berkeley, 54-44. Good win. Good first district title for Coach Antoine Simpkins. Yep, awesome. District 25 at Novi. In the first round, uh, North Farmington over Livonia Stevenson, 48-47 in a squeaker. That was a good game. And the district semifinals, we had North Farmington over Farmington, 47-41. to And in the district final, Farmington Hills Mercy over North Farmington, 56-32. to District yep. 29 at Rochester. Uh, in the semifinal, Stony Creek over Utica Eisenhower, 44-33. In the other semifinal, Rochester 41-40 over Troy. Miscellaneous stat there. Uh, Troy did not have three starters, including Kendall Zider, Charlotte Tabaka, Mia Valentunas. All three of them are out because of COVID protocol. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was worse than I anticipated <laughs> the impact yep. here. All mm-hmm. right. In the district final, Stony Creek over Rochester 37-14. Yep, 14 points. I still... I'm still hat scratching my head. Wow. I still can't believe that. Um, Stony Creek, some defense held um, North Far- held Rochester only 14 points. All right. What are we on? District 4 at Grand Blank. In the district semifinal, Grand Blank 55-30 over Oxford. That game really wasn't. That game was actually, it was closer than people thought, but it's just 
grand blank pulled away in the third in the third quarter. Yeah, and it and never looked back. Nope. All right, District Six at Waterford Mod in the first round, Avondale uh, over Bloomfield Hills, fifty-five, fifty-three in overtime. Oh, the first one of the season. First win of the season. Yep, first win of the season. Well, I guess uh, we've seen that before sure. <laughs> on the football side of things. Yeah, on the wow. football side of things, but not on the basketball side of things. Yeah, nope. And uh, unfortunately, the magic for Avondale landed um, in the district semifinal against Birmingham Marion. Uh, they took them down 73-21. to 21. You district. know, uh, yeah, go ahead. You know, Birmingham Marion's um, tallest player, you know, their shortest player is only six foot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about That's that. I mean, we talked about yeah, this. That, yep. that is so rare. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, having height and length, boy, that, that, that obviously in the game of basketball pays dividends. And let's yeah, move somebody's going to have their hands full for that in the regional. Absolutely. Moving on to District 5 at Romeo in the first round. Adams. Uh, 64-63 over Romeo in overtime. Another overtime contest. Yeah, Maddie Delinga took over that game. In the se- first semifinal, Clarkston 62-51 over Waterford Kettering. No surprise there. The yeah. other district semifinal, Adams 42-33 over Lake Orion. One bad quarter. That's what happens. One bad quarter gets you. And yep. in the district final there, no surprise, uh, Clarkston 75-48 over Adams. I thought that yep. game might be a little tighter, but uh, Clarkson was firing all cylinders, and the offense was on fire. Well, it helps when you get when you get one of your best players back from COVID um, protocol. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and some, like you said, some good news on the swimming and diving front. South or Seaholm earns their fourth state title in ten years. They scored two hundred and sixty-seven point five points in the Division Two state meet. And Gross Point South was second with 222 points, so a decisive win. Um, another state title for Seaholm. Way to go, Maples, on that uh, state title run. And that's it for the OA Roundup. All right, a lot to unpack there, Sammy. Um we got, oh, yeah. uh, I would, you know, we were talking about COVID and things, and I was surprised at that, uh, at the number of players who were sidelined during that district run. It was, and it was unfortunate well, that some of the teams, you know, it's key players, and I mean, it's something we were expecting, but well, you know, you know to happen, I, but geez, if it was like a full team having to go out, you know what I mean? That's that's one thing. If but if it's players, you know, then you have to have others to step up. I mean, that, that's true. But when you have key players out, yeah, that's and you know, true. in basketball, you know, we know that some of these teams, their bench play. I mean, the benches are very short in some of these schools. That's true. And you lose one true. fifth of your starting lineup. That uh, that could be a pain. Yeah, that could be. It is a pain. I mean, like, <laughs> and then that, the perfect example. I think a team that really got hurt. What's Troy? I mean, you got to look at the Troy girls. Um, you know, when they played Rochester, I mean, when you don't have three players, three starters, and especially those caliber players like Kendall Zider, um, Charlotte Sabaka, and Mia Valachunas, that, that is not easy. And for Troy to be in that in that game with Rochester, Rochester just had their full team back, and you know they needed a. A, a, um, a two-point shot with about four seconds to go um, to win that game. I mean, like, it one, it tells you a lot about Troy, but it also tells you about um, 
with um you know with Rochester. I mean like Rochester need a big W and yeah. you know and they and you know and they end up taking advantage in that game. Um but for Troy, I mean now that for them this is their third straight loss in the um first in the um opening round wow. to um they lost twice to Utica and now they lose to Rochester. So there's some questions. I mean, they do lose Oregon, Michaela Knight. That's going to be huge losses, but they do have the majority of their team returning next year. When you look at Cider, Sabaka, um, Mantuza, um, Valachunas, I mean, like, but Troy's got some questions next year. Yeah. But, but having them. those names, I mean, it seems like we've been calling those names for four years already, you know? <laughs> I mean, those yeah. are names of uh, players that uh, – they are contributing. They are the core of that squad, and having them back, you know, it's 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 gonna help. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I mean, like, but when you when you ha- when you don't have those three girls, you know, that's gonna hurt you. And yeah. you know, that's what happened here in that game with them, with Troy and Rochester was when you don't have when you don't have your full squad. You know what I mean? Then it's gonna it's going to hurt you. And that's what happened there. Yeah. So, you know, other one that really impressed me, of course, Adams almost getting eliminated by Romeo. I thought, you know, that game was really, really tight. Had not been for Maddie Delinga's heroics um, and having two buzzer beaters. I mean, like then, um, where's that situation going? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't tell you that long-term uh, a run is in the in the cards because if no. it, if it comes down to desperation two two times, uh, you know that 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 could spell trouble. But the other thing is, it shows you the resilience of that squad, and Adams, yeah. you know, and the um, the capabilities they had. Well, and let's not forget, Adams had has an experienced team when you look at um. When you look at Mary Delinga, Elizabeth Blaine, um, Abby Drainick, um, Laura Petersmark, I mean, like, they've been there, been there through everything all. I mean, like, and then until they ran into Clarkston, I mean, Adams, I thought, would, um, you know, but they've only played, they only played nine games in the tournament and because of the COVID protocols. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot about that number. And what was the minimum number? Eight games to get in? Eight games to be seated. Oh, to be seated. Okay. To be seated. That's that's the case that happened with UD Jesuit that's boys right. side, with with um, Oak Park. So, you know, we're going to talk about that game in a minute. But back to Adams. I just think Adams. You know, they lose so much next year. I mean, you lose Dalinga, you lose Peter Smart, you lose Blaine. I mean, like they've been there for between three and four years. That's going to be a hard sell for Coach Shea Lewis and that Adams team next year. That's going to be a really, really hard sell. Yeah, and like we said before, it's uh, it all comes down to the JV ranks, the sub varsities. How are they building that program? Can they replace these players? I mean, that those are some names, Sammy. I mean, we've been talking about you know three year starters, sometimes four, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they, what do you do? And they lose that. That's going to be that's. And as and I looked at Adams' program strength, I'm not really sold on it. You know, if you look at a team like, if there's some teams that I think that are built for the long haul right now, um, I would say, I would say for sure, um, I would put Lake Orion, I put Oxford, I put Stony Creek, 
I put Groves on that list right now. West Bloomfield, probably on that list of program strength. You know, we're going to be hearing a lot from them these next um, two, three years. You know what I mean? So there's going to yeah. be some names to keep an eye on for sure. Um, well, when I look at teams that really I was impressed with, um, I was impressed with Oak Park. I mean, Oak Park's run to get to the district final. Um, they knocked off um, Detroit Mumpers and, and then um, Warren, um, Warren Matt. I mean, like, Oak Park, you know, in, they were in the gold this year. Tamara Todd's been a really good player for them. Um, but they're running until they ran Detroit Renaissance. I mean, like, we know how good they are. Um, I just think I was really impressed with them this year with Oak Park's run. Yeah. You know? So, and what are um, they looking like next year? I think they're going to be okay. I mean, like, do do I are they a favorite in the gold right for next year? Probably not. But I really like what Peggy Evans Carr has done over there. Um, she has in her two years they've developed the talent. Um, they've gotten into the um, they've they've got some talent in there. They're developing the program. Um, and right now they're taking um. You know, and they're taking advantage right now. So I really like where the direction where Oak Park is going heading into next year. Yeah. So. What do we got? Yeah, uh, so, any. Um, so that's on the we girls. We got regionals. Yep. Yeah, we we're talking the girls' up. side uh, coming out of districts. Uh, yep. Let's let's stay on 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 the ladies' basketball, ladies' hoops. Let's. Do you want to go into regionals for them? To just uh, since it's regionals, topic. Yeah. Okay. So let's yeah, talk about got... the regional matchups. Um, some favorable matchups. Some. Not so favorable matchup. Well, I think if there's a team that's got a got a great regional matchup, regional draw, it's Region A to Chippewa Valley, which is where Stony Creek's at. Stony Creek has to play Utica first, and that winner's taking on Lakeview or Macomb or Macomb Lodge Cruise North. And I really think that this regional is going to be really interesting because. You look at Lakeview, you look at Macomb Lodge Cruise North. Both teams are having really good years. Um, Lakeview, I've seen their makeup of that team. They got a, they got some depth. They got some size. Um, and then you look at um, and then you look at Macomb Lodge Cruise North. Basically, I think they're playing with house money. I mean, you know, with Lodge Cruise North, I mean, they got by Beauport Huron schools. We know how good Beauport Huron schools are in girls basketball, especially poor Huron Northern. I mean, so, and then you look at the other side of things, you got Utica and Stony Creek. I mean, like these two teams are no strangers to each, to one another, especially in district play. Um, it was Utica you know, a couple of years ago that knocked out Stony Creek in the pre-district round. I remember um, how coach Kellen James felt about that. Um, <laughs> Utica's got a very good guard in Lena Ray. Um, Stony Creek, we know they got Mia Carson, they got a Malash, of course, they got Bolt La Prairie, Sydney and Sydney and um, Sarah. Um, so I think this is going to be a real interesting matchup between Stony Creek and Utica. Um, I think the battle of the guards between Ray and Carson. Um, I know Lena Ray did have, um, you know, I know Lena Ray was very instrumental in both games where they knocked off Troy um, in the districts a couple of years ago. So when I'm looking at this matchup here, I think Stony Creek's got I think Stony Creek's a better team this year. I really do. Um if Sikorich is on her game, I think that um I just think Stony Creek's gonna be too much for Utica. And then when they get to the district final, 
a regional final against either either um, Lakeview or Macomb Lanch Cruz North. I think I like the Stony Creek team. I really like where this Cougar team is at. Um, they're a young team. They've got program strength on their side. Um, they got playmakers. They got cre- shot creators like Sydney LaPrairie. Um, Melania Sikorich can get her own shot. She's a, she can play both the interior and the um, and go outside and shoot a three if need be. I mean, like, I like what Coach Kellen James has, and I think that Stony Creek, I think it can win this regional. Mm-hmm. I really do. I was just going to ask, do you think, I mean, what are the, uh, you, you feel strongly that they have a good chance of re- uh, at least reaching the final? I, they got a great chance to reach the final. Um, Lakeview could be really interesting um, for Stony Creek. Um, if it's Macomb Lodge, Cruz North, I still would take Stony Creek. But I, 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 stay, I still would take Stony Creek over both teams because of um, I just think that they've been battle-tested. Um, they played um, – and I think the play of Milana Scourge has really been very instrumental for Stony Creek. Very good. You know, and we had Kellen James on our podcast a couple of years ago. Let's not forget that. <laughs> oh, a couple of years ago. I was yeah, I wasn't yeah. sitting here, was I? I don't. Oh, th- no, I, no. I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I know we had Kellen James on the podcast, so you know, so we've had him on our pod numerous times. But I just think for Stony Creek, that'll be a really good. I like Stony Creek to get in that regional. Um, region seven at Detroit Renaissance. Um, you got Groves taking on Mercy. Yeah. Detroit Renaissance versus Groves Point South. Groves has been a really good story this year. Um, Antoine Simpkins has a very young nucleus. He has a very young nucleus. His best players are freshmen. Nevada Otis, Jordan Peterson, um, they've been playing very, very good basketball. Um, they got some good veterans in Caitlin Quinn and um, Rachel Sample. Um, they got, I got some others that are very good as well. Um, they played a murder's role of a non-conference. They took on... Um, they took on Belleville. They took on Detroit Cast Tech. Um, they um, they they played that red schedule to the gauntlet. Their losses were to West Bluefield and Clarkston. Um, they beat Royal Oak twice, which is huge. Um, so when I look at Groves' chance against Farm Tales Mercy, um, we know what Farm Tales Mercy has. Oh yeah, They're well coached under Gary Morris. Um, they got Alexis Roberts, very good point guard. Um, they got a lot of experience. Um, but I, I just – something in my gut tells me that Ooh. Groves, I think, could get Farmtino's mercy. I really do. And I think because – the reason why I say this is because Groves' young talent has been playing really good basketball, especially the play of Otis. I think if – I think – I think she she and Roberts is a very good matchup. But I think the difference is the play of Jordan Peterson. If Peterson can get you at least 15 in this game against Farmsdale's Mercy, then I'm going to tell you something right now that I think Groves could pull off this upset. And I know a lot of people are saying Groves is going to be um, is Groves is going to be um, held an underdog, and they will be against Farmsdale's Mercy. So. I'm telling everybody right now this. <laughs> I'm going to tell this to every media pundit on air who doesn't 
who thinks Groves is going to get blown out or Groves doesn't stand a chance. I'm telling you right now, watch out for this team. I think Groves can upset. I think Groves is going to upset Mercy. Oh, you're calling you just it. Just watch. I'm calling it right now. I am calling it right now. And I know Antoine, Antoine Simpkins is going to give me some love. But <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, I, I just think I, I, with, with, with Groves, with the way they're going, for, when they're trending up right now, I think they're going to be – they're going to pull up the upset. Do I think they're going to win the regional? No. I just – I don't think they're going to knock off Detroit Renaissance. But I don't see anybody in that region that can knock off Detroit Renaissance. So, yeah. I just think that um, – I just think that um, that with the way Groves is playing right now, I know Mercy's been playing good right now, but I, I just think that Groves, um, with that young talent – been through the murders robe non-conference um playing in the red i know the catholic league is a very good league but i just think that groves will um i just think groves overcomes it and then they will play detroit renaissance who's going to blow out growth point south and that's going to be a real interesting final because i know both coaches shaney lowell um and um, antoine simpkins are both very close within the michigan storm program um but I just think Groves has got – I just think that Detroit Renaissance got way too much experience um, that I could see them winning that region over Adam Detroit Renaissance. Uh, and talking about Groves continuing, you know, just like we mm-hmm. did the other teams moving forward, um, being so young yep. and the way they handled themselves this year and especially in the red, yes. um, how high is this ceiling for this squad over the next two years? High. Really high, because even though they're going to have to deal with West Bluefield, um, I could see Stony Creek possibly in that red. I can maybe see Lake Orion maybe in the red next two years, um, next year as well. I mean, I could see, you know, especially when you're in a division like that, it's going to be just really brutal, very difficult. Um, I, I really see that. Um, I really see Groves' trajectory is high. You know, so, you know, when you look at the teams that are going to be there and who will, who should be there within the next two years. So, but Groves' is, Groves' trajectory is really high. I am still very concerned about their um, program strength, especially their sub-varsity programs. I know Antoine Simpkins is, has um, worked hard on trying to build up those um, sub-varsity programs, um, but that's the concern that I have with Groves going forward is their sub-varsity programs. All right. What do we have? Uh, anybody else on the girls' side? Clarkston. Yeah. Clarkston. Oh yeah. How can we forget the Wolves? The and what, their offense is kind of clicking right now. Sammy, would you agree? Well, they don't. They have. They don't really have that true star. I mean, like you look at Clarkston. Um, you know, Maddie Sikorsky, um, been on um, COVID protocol. She's now back. Um, Olivia Toteran has really stepped up. Izzy Hadley's really stepped up. Um. You know, Caitlin Calls had some nice games as well for um, Coach John Ryan's team. Um, but when you look at the opponent who they got to play first at Holly, um, going up against Birmingham Marion, which yeah. is their smallest players, only six foot, um, to me just looks like a um, – and, and I know we got 
great people at Clarkson that watch us. And you're basically sending them to the slaughter. And that's what <laughs> it is. With... And then if you look at the other side, you got Lakeland against Heartland, and we know how good Heartland is. Yeah. So if you're if... – <laughs> It's loaded, dude, right? I mean, yeah. that's what you're getting at. It's like that region is loaded with talent. It's loaded. When you look at Birmingham, Maryland, you look at Heartland, Lakeland's basically an up-and-coming team. I mean, like, but but this is so brutal for Clarkston because, because unfortunately, you know, if 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 it would have been – if West Bluefield would have still been in this in here – they would have been playing West Bluefield, and West Bluefield yeah. would not have given Clark. It, it, I mean, like we're not giving Clark's any mercy or sympathy. But, but when you look at this region, when you look at this region, I mean, like my goodness, I mean, Birmingham, Marion, Heartland, both teams of size, both teams of length, both teams of depth. I mean, like, yeah, it's. I don't know how any any sort of mercy or or have mercy, does Clarkson stand a chance in this game against Birmingham Marion? They don't. Do you see you um, any uh, this region as kind of being the premier? Like, any, ever, yeah. whoever wins this has a uh, very good chance of... Uh, to get to the state final? Yeah. Yeah, they got a great chance to get to the state final. I mean, but I just I just think that, um, you know, you're looking at Detroit Renaissance on in one region and in the other region you're looking at basically because that winner, the winner of region two is, is going to likely have to play Midland Dow in the quarterfinal. So, so when you really look at it, I mean, you know, so it's going to be a really tough quarterfinal. Yeah. And then whoever wins this region, you know, is going to definitely have earned it. But I just think when I look at this region <laughs> over at Holly, can anybody t- tell me about Heartland? You know, Heartland. Heartland's got size. They got height, experience. I mean, they got. I mean, like my goodness. I mean, like, I don't know if 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 Clarkson somehow wins this regional, and that is a big if. They would have to. Maddie Sikorsky's going to have to score thirty a night. Whoa. Olivia Toldren's going to have to score twenty five. If Clarkson wants to win that regional, so Corsi's going to have to score 30, Torrance's going to have to score 25, and Hadley's going to have to score 15. Do I see that happening? Probably not. But, but that's how that's how I'm seeing it. If you're if you're in, if you're in Clarkson's situation, if you want to win that re- regional. Yeah, we you know? we saw that uh, as soon as the uh, the matchups kind of were laid out, that that's how it could end up. That it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that is uh, when we use the term "murderer's row." You know, sometimes that's uh, you know, ah, uh, you know, just to make it interesting listening, and you know, uh, you know, put a little uh, barbecue sauce on the, the discussion, right? Make it a little spicy. But that's the truth. I mean, <laughs> that's the I go, serious truth. Give me another regional in this state that looks like that one. I mean, they're maybe on the west side. I don't know, but. Um, I mean, well, right out of the gate, Northern you look at that Michigan. and you go, there's just no way. No, there's no – Clarkson's got absolutely no chance in this region. I'm sorry. I know we got a lot of viewers at Clarkson that watch us. I mean, like, and I know that – um, I know uh, – and I know Coach John Wire watches us, but this regional, 
it's hard to describe. I mean, but this team's got absolutely no chance. I mean, like, well, if Clarkson were to win this regional, as I mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? That has to happen. You know? Yeah. That has to happen. Tolderin's going to have to score 25. I mean, Sikorsky's going to have to score 30 plus, And then, um, and then, um, Hadley's going to have to score at least 15. You know what I mean? They got to have that pit bull on both days. If they don't, it's going to be, it's going to be trouble. All right. So that wraps up our, uh, analysis or your analysis of the ladies side of things. Let's head on over to the guys. Um, interesting yep. matchups, uh, or at least results, um, on the district side of things, uh, some surprises. Any surprises out there for what we saw? And we're at well, forty. And Sammy, we're at about forty right now. Ooh, um, Troy. Um, I just thought that. Uh, I thought Troy would play better. Um, I just think that. Um, I just thought that Troy would be a. Um, you know, with the experience they have with Brody Parker, both Emergy and C. Anthony Hamilton, I thought they would play better. Um, and then um, you know, and then um, probably. Probably Clarkson winning another another district title um, really was the um, you know I I thought you know it'd be a little bit closer. Now I know there was some divine intervention in Lake Orion game, but <laughs> I just think that um, I just think that um, that Clarkson's run was really intriguing. Ferndale yeah. wasn't surprised. Um, North Farmington's forfeit yeah. I thought was very surprising because. North Farmington had a loaded team back. Um, Bashir Jahad, Dion Hayes. Um, I thought they would, um, but unfortunately, COVID getting them. I just think that, um, you know, it 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 came and it hurt them. Unfortunately, you know, and yeah. um, it's it's been going on everywhere around the state. You know, with this with COVID, and and it got to North Farmington. Um, yeah, it seems like things were, you know, we knew that some teams in the regular season. I mean, Lake Orion got hit with, uh, you know, a pause, as we'll call it. Yes. Because of mm-hmm. uh, potential exposure. Um yes. And we, we saw, uh, you know, the last three weeks, I'd say, of the regular season in the OAA, we saw a number of teams go, well, we're on pause, we're coming back, or they're out seven days or ten days and they're back. And, you know, this this back and forth and back and forth, and I was really hoping that we would see kind of a tapering of that because of the, you know, the protocols in place to be safe and all that. But it really nipped some teams um, at the worst time. And unfortunately, it wasn't a single player. It was uh, the, entire the team. team. <laughs> and to see North Farmington go down like that, that's just a big bummer, you know. Um, Them and West Bloomfield. Yeah, absolutely. Teams, yeah. You know, that – you know, that had bummers. I mean, like, those are the two teams that I, I just feel really bad for. Um, I just think that, um, I just think, you know, well, especially North Farmington, it was clicking at the right time. I mean, like, they were doing everything by the book, everything right. And then, unfortunately, for this to happen to them, it, it's just, it's really, really unfortunate. Well, let's talk about the winners who rolled through and, and the district side of things. Um any surprises? Any? Uh... Well, well, you know, I wasn't surprised at the winners. I mean, like that. I wasn't surprised at the winners. I was kind of head scratched with the um, Oak Park though a lot, and I think that's something we need to talk about here. Yes. Is I want to know is 
And and I brought this up earlier with um, VCU and Stephen F. Austin. Well, let's set the stage for those who just are watching. I mean, if they're just listening and they are watching and they heard us say the score, and we're alluding mm-hmm. to a certain uh, instance that happened at the end that uh, sent Oak Park home. But let's talk about uh, what that sets... sent it to double overtime. Or sent it to o- double overtime and then um, an overtime, a double overtime victory. So let's talk about the setup. Set the scene. What are we looking at here? For those who don't okay. know. Oak Park's up four. Um, Sonny Wilson, um, UD Jesuit's best player for Coach Pat Donnelly, uh, was rushing down the court. Um, Oak Park's Deion Henderson actually was um, at the wrong place at the wrong <laughs> time. Um didn't contest, but they said that the officials said that he had any had a little bit of contact on the shot that Sonny Wilson hit. Uh, the ball went in. Referee was I don't know if he was out of position or not. Inexplicably called a foul on the play, and uh, the ball went in. And Oak Park was going like, no, like everybody else. I'm going. I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing in the wrong? What are you doing? And I saw this at least nine times, and, and I responded to um to um Detroit Renaissance girls basketball coach Shaney Lowell on this. We talked about this play. I'm going like, this is not what you're supposed to do. I mean, like, right. just let them go. Let them go. It- you had the game on one. Yes. You would have been playing Friday. Yes, and the, the setup to the file. Sure. There's a there's a file out there. Like we said, there's a video out there that has this whole whole thing from beginning. Like so, leading up to the inbound, was it a free throw or was it just a turnover? What was the deal? Is it a basket? Oak Park hit a free throw. Yeah. All right. Get him up four. So, so it gave him time to get everybody back on defense, mm-hmm. and on the inbound, it wasn't anything special. There was no real. You know, yeah, it was special play that they got it in. They what were we talking four seconds, three seconds, yeah, something was, like that. It was just it was absolute desperation, and then um, and then all of a sudden, like um, you get the four point play, you get the four point play, um, and it's basically your their best player. Yeah. So it's basically their best player, which is that's what makes it worse. <laughs> and, and usually in those situations, Sammy, like you. You're talking with a coach on Twitter about this. It's like usually in those situations, you're up four. They're like, say, you know, usually they should know a, a situational awareness on the court can yeah, get kind of hairy. Awareness. I mean, yes. I mean, like, okay, I'm looking at the play right now. Uh, it's basically Wilson's basically coming out the court. Uh, Henderson's basically going like, you know, they're like a, and then, and then. What is that? Re- like reaching in or trying to scare him or trying to like say like ah oh, ah oh, yeah oh. and then all of a sudden like he goes right they said like he goes right into the contact and he just leaned on to him Henderson's he leaned on to Henderson and got fouled and then he shot the ball and it just like went in and Old Park could not believe it. Well, the, they could not believe it. Well, it's set up usually in those instances. I mean, the defenders should know to sag. It's like, or, you know, maybe they didn't have any timeouts. I don't know if they had any. Well, if you're Henderson here, why are you Why are you going to him? Basically, you know the game is over. Just let him why shoot it. Why are you going to him? 
Yeah, don't just let them shoot it. There should let be no defense. It. Yeah. Let them shoot it. Instead, you get a banked in and one down four. And it wasn't Deion It wasn't Anson Henderson, my bad. It was Keon Henderson who was huh. on there. So. Well, hey, so, with this situation, you know, this is. Um, they're they're kids, man. They're still kids, and they're still learning. And you know they're going to learn something from this. But it's so it's so crazy, unfortunate. And you know, what do they say about the refs? Don't give them the chance, don't right? Don't give them the chance, <laughs> of course. Don't give them a chance. I mean, like, my goodness. I mean, but first of all, if you're Keon Henderson, there, don't even go to him. I go. Why even don't guard? Even go just to him. just let them. Let yeah, him I... shoot instead. <laughs> you give him, and instead you basically give him like a um, you give him a chance. You're like about two feet away from him. You give him a chance to basically follow you and basically, and basically let the ref call it. And I, you know, and that's that's an old park spot. You know, on that play there, I'm not faulting Sonny Wilson. I'm not faulting the officiating. I'm faulting Oak Park there. That's their fault. Yeah. That's the reason. The reason why Oak Park's lost that game was because all you had to, all Keon Henderson had to do was just stay away, <laughs> stay away, and make let him make the shot. It's a one point game. It's only where everything's over. And instead, you get to give him a chance of banking in one three down by four. But you have to give credit that he made the shot. I gave Sonny Wilson a ton of credit. Yeah, he made the shot, and, I mean, the rules are the rules, and the refs are the refs, right, man? So uh, they made and got him into, was it two overtimes? And... I'm not faulting. I'm not faulting. I'm not faulting UD Jesuit. I'm not faulting the referees here. I'm faulting Oak Park's fault. Yeah. Because that play was Oak Park's fault. I'm not faulting UD Jesuit. I'm not faulting um... – <laughs> I'm not faulting them. You know well, what I mean? We don't want to beat, you know, beat this into the ground. Um, it was a crazy. I mean, but this is that's what happens this time of year, right? Mm-hmm. We that's see it on all levels, all levels, and it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened, and it's one we're going to be talking about for some time. We're at about 50 minutes right now, so um, we got the regional. Yeah, let's talk, talk about the about. regionals. Uh, who's where in the OAA, and who has a chance? We got Ferndale going to Livonia Clarenceville. They're taking on Livonia Clarenceville, the Trojans. And then you have Harper Woods Chandler Park Academy against East Point on the other side. Um, this one's going to be interesting because it was Harper Woods Chandler Park Academy that knocked off Ferndale in 2019. Um, and that was in the regional final. Um, this one here has the makings of a really interesting regional final between Ferndale and Harperwood Chandler Park Academy. Um, I think this is going to be very tight. Um, I expect Travion Lewis and Jason Drake to get their points. The question for me is, can Jack Kennedy do enough in the interior? Can Caleb Defoe do enough as well? Can they get enough production from anyone besides Lewis and Drake? That's the big question. Um, so when I look at this game here, I'm going to give a slight edge to Ferndale in this district. It's a slight, slight, just barely edge to Ferndale. 
Okay. Um, and then you have Region 8 at Troy. You got um, Stony Creek taking on Chippewa Valley. Macomb, Dakota taking on Roseville. This is an interesting region because Macomb, Dakota's had a good year. Roseville, I know they're well coaching under Hashem Najid. Um, and then you have um, Chippewa Valley, of course, is coming off that region of district championship at Troy Athens, um, where they ended up knocking off um, Troy Athens, um, albeit it was a depleted Troy Athens team. And then a really bad Unicorn 4 team who had a knockoff, Sterling Heights Stevenson, who was playing with nearly a couple football players and um, <laughs> half their JV team. So, wow. so. When you look at this one here on paper, um, I would have to get the edge to Macomb, Dakota. But Stony Creek's going to have a huge say in this <laughs> because I, I think the play of Trevor Smith. If you have a player like Trevor Smith who's going to keep you in games, um, I think Trevor Smith's going to have a big regional. Um, I think Macomb, Dakota, Roseville, that could be an upset trap for Macomb, Dakota. Um so it wouldn't surprise me if Roseville gets the regional final. Um, but I just think it's going to be a Stony Creek, Macomb, Dakota regional final. Um, I just think Macomb, Dakota, um, close. But I just think it's going to be um, – <laughs> but Stony Creek's going to have a huge say in this. I, I think they're going to have a huge say. Um, but be careful, Roseville, if you're Macomb, Dakota. Mm. So – if you're Coach Paul Taco and his team, um, be very careful of Roseville. And then if you get there, Stony Creek. So, but I think I think Stony Creek can have no problem with Chippewa Valley. Um, and I think, but I think Macomb Dakota will give them some big problems. All right. Yep. And, and who then else? we have Region Two. This is at Lakeland. Um, you got Wall Lake Northern taking on Howell, and then Clarkston taking on Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Oh, boy. Okay, so if you're Clarkston, <laughs> if you're Clarkston, you just lost Mike DePillo to a knee injury. Oh, no. Um, Is that breaking news? No, that's not. Yeah, you can say it's breaking news. <laughs> um, But here's why... Wall Lake Northern, I think, is going to be a howl. I think Wall Lake Northern is going to be a howl. But Clarkston, you got Steinman, you got Keegan with Sillick, um, <laughs> you got Luke Scherler. But Orchard Lake St. Mary's is probably the most scariest team in the state right now. Scariest? Yes. Mm. Because of Julian Ropier. Um, you got to play a Pierre Nowoki in the interior. You got Jack Crichton. You got, I mean, they got others who can do some damage as well. I mean, I don't see how Clarkson stands a chance against Orchard Lake St. Mary's the way they've been playing. I mean, they played Avondale and they didn't even start their starting five and just tortured Avondale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Waterford Mott gave them a sort of fight, but not real much. I don't know how in the in the world anybody is touching Orchard Lake St. Mary's right now. I mean, 
I could see Orchard Lake St. Mary's playing Grand Blank in the regional in the quarterfinals. Mm. And that'll be a heck of a game. Um, I just think Orchard Lake St. Mary's, the way they're playing right now, I mean, Clarkson's got Clarkson's got absolutely no chance <laughs> in this region. They got no chance. And if they do, if they can at least keep it close with Orchard Lake St. Mary's, keep it within maybe 10 points, you know what? Then I'll, I'll get, I'll play, I'll get, I'll, I'll get the props. Yeah. But are they going to beat St. Mary's? Absolutely not. So we'll see what happens. We'll and, see what happens. And you know? any any others you'd like to chat about? Who do we have um, left? We're at about fifty six and a half. Well, you know, um, on Stony Creek and Chippewa Valley, um, I just think that um, Stony Creek um, too much um, for Chippewa Valley. Um, Macomb Dakota Roseville, that's a game I'm watching carefully. Um, on the boys' side, uh, and then of course, Ferndale, you know, Livonia, Clarenceville, um, but especially in that Wednesday game and that Thursday game between um, Ferndale and um, Harperwood Chandler Park Academy is going to be one I'm keeping an eye on closely. Um, back on the girls' side of things, yeah. I'm keeping a real close eye on is. Um, you know, Stony Creek, Utica is what I'm keeping an eye on. Um, Grove Point South and Detroit Renaissance, I just don't see how uh, the Blue Devils are going to knock out the Phoenix. Um, but I, I just don't see hardly any upsets here with the, within the OAA um, that could do um, – that pose harm in both boys nor girls right now. I mean, those are the games that I see right now. I mean, like – and those games take place when, Sam, for everybody? Uh, girls and girls is Monday, Wednesday, and the boys are Tuesday, Thursday. Okay. And yep. uh, we'll have those results next week, of course. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how the OAA fared. Um, before we get out of <laughs> here, I'd like to, again, give a uh, congratulations out to the Maples, Seahome Maples, for the state title in swimming and diving. Adams cheerleading. And they Adams cheerleading. Yeah, we almost forgot that one. Adams cheerleading took another state title. Uh, what was that? Back to back, correct? Back to back for them. Yep. Lake Orion took six. Stony Creek took eight. So a yep, lot of uh, a lot of high power um, cheer action going on in the OAA. Yes, it is. You know, so we'll see what happens going forward. All right. Thanks, uh, Sam. That's great info. A lot of stuff going on, and. Um, yeah, hopefully we get you back in the studio again, but we got this system down, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> Hope you feel better, and uh, best to Anthony and, and the family and all that good stuff uh, battling this COVID thing. And hope you feel better, and uh, we're going to get this thing going. And we're Hey, we're ready for the uh, spring season, right? Yes, we are. All right, Sam, we'll see you next week, buddy. Take it easy. You too, Ian. See you, dude. You too. That's it for OA Now. The views on this show are Sammy Terramina's and mine alone. Get Sam Healthy back in the studio again. If you'd like to make your own podcast, call us at 248-393-1060 here at Orion Neighborhood Television. One-on-one classes are now enrolling. That's it for this edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya.